Blog Talk Radio. time you need auto parts and accessories, trust the parts professionals at the 102 Chicagoland O'Reilly Auto Parts stores. Our professional parts people know what it takes to get the job done right. Professionals have counted on O'Reilly Auto Parts for decades. Now you can, too. Professional parts people. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Remember playing Bidwist on Friday nights all night long? Did you know you were writing history? The evolution of Bidwist has received warm responses from Bidwist players and black history enthusiasts across the USA. The evolution of Bidwist is an authoritative book containing the most comprehensive information ever published on the subject. It's now available at RonaldLAllen.com. The book covers every aspect of the game, from its origin and growth period to its international expansion. Get your autographed copy at RonaldLAllen.com today. Sit down tonight with friends to a game of Bidwist. Visit RonaldLAllen.com today. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Black All News All You for Tuesday, September 22nd, 2012, 2015. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. I took you back there, didn't I? Today's segment is called CBBM Business Journals. CBBM Business Journals will feature interviews and business owners with business owners and other innovators from around the world. Our guest today is Mr. Charles Hardwick. Director of the Howard Area Resource Center in Chicago, and every center should have one. Every city should have one because I've utilized the resources many, many times, and they have excellent services and great resources. I found this message posted on their website. It's just one of the things we want to talk to Charles about today. Howard Area Community Center is now an official City of Chicago Community Reentry Support Center offering support to youth and adults with criminal backgrounds. That's a mouthful. Mr. Hardwick has a lot to share with us during this next half hour. But first, we want you to know all of our shows and our entire network have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory and the spirit of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. We simply ask that you take a few moments to think back on the greatness in this man and his contributions to the city of Chicago. How do you remember Harold Washington? I'm Sonia Cassandra. Of questions now available on Amazon.com, and you can get your autographed copy of the Tough Questions at AskingOurselvesTheToughQuestions.com. I'm also a producer for this series and founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Chicago's Black Business Network is a social media management and training organization. We are changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and be a part of all that we do. Joining us today is Charles Hardwick, Director 
of the Howard Area Resource Center. Mr. Howard, welcome to CBB and Business Journal. Thank you, Sonia. It's a pleasure to be here. Great, great. We're going to start off like we do with every show, and we ask our guests to share a little bit about themselves with our listeners. So tell us about Charles. Who is Charles Hardwick? Uh, Charles Hardwick. Uh, I I will. Re- I really want to start off with my business life as Charles Hardwick. I uh, have been working at Howard Area's Community Center for the past 14 years, and uh I find myself dedicated to serving individuals disenfranchised, minimally educated, uh, low-income residents of Rogers Park and also the communities around Rogers Park. Um, my charge is to help employ Chicago. And as you said earlier, you know, you've noticed on our website that we are an official reentry center. Uh, so, therefore, I have a reentry call center specialist. I have outreach coordinators and I'm contracted with uh, Illinois Department of Corrections to reduce recidivism through employment and education. Okay. What, over 14 years, Charles, tell me, uh, looking over those 14 years, what's different now than when you started in this particular area? Well, there's a few things different. Uh, I think when I started, the economy was somewhat different, meaning there was more job opportunities. Uh, people were not frowning so much. When I say people, I'm talking about employers. They were not frowning so much on uh, individuals with criminal backgrounds. Uh, I started right in the era of 9-11, uh, and, you know, people started taking a closer look at people with criminal backgrounds. But what I say to employers, I have said in the past, is that no Illinois prisoner has ever been convicted or accused of terrorist acts. So I couldn't understand how come in Illinois people were associating reentry or people coming home from incarceration with terrorists. So what's different today? Um, employment is hard to find. Um, the state of Illinois doesn't have a budget. Uh, so, therefore, entities such as Howard Area Community Center and other places are not getting funding. Doors are closing. And when doors close, that means help stops. Uh, when the help stops, people who believe that they had no recourse other than to commit crimes and sell drugs are now living that way and are now selling more drugs. Young as the population that's going in and out of prison has become much younger. At first it was, I think, back in the days it was a little bit older. And uh, things have just become so dangerous out in the streets, and especially not just in the city of Chicago but throughout the country. And you see and you hear on the news, and it's mostly our younger people. It's not our older people, if I answer that question. Yes, you did. Now, when you say that you offer support to youth, what, what age does your services start at, Charles? Well, here at the Employment Resource Center, the age starts at 18, but we also have a youth reentry program that I'm not uh, part of. We have a youth center down the street on Morris. Uh, so they start at, our youth program start at, I think, high school to 25 years old. 
So whatever high school, 16, 17, to about 25 years old. Okay. And, and I now think got, that you, we're not focusing enough on youth reentry. I think that most individuals who are in juvenile corrections uh, will eventually be my clients because I serve adults. And because they're not being serviced in the beginning, they will need to be serviced again. That's right. The um, W throughout the their funding, life. The focus that's what you're is saying. Not there, and it's so evident that that's an issue, that's a problem. But for some reason, which I think I know, everybody's distracted right now. Everybody's distracted with funding, money, uh, governors, you know, presidents. The country is distracted, and so that distraction is taking the focus off the end game. And the end game is, Sonia, that we are, this millennium generation, uh, a little bit different than past generations because the millennium generations are the children of the individuals such as myself who had gone off to prison, who were using drugs, and who was doing all the negative things that were to be done out there. And our children basically grew themselves up. Uh, and they don't know a different way. They truly believe that they have to do what they have to do to survive. And in other words, you're probably saying, which it appears to me out here every day, that it's uh, becoming, quote-unquote, a normal way of life for many people instead of uh, somewhere somewhere where people would never be trying being an, an acceptable way of life and a part of our culture. Am I phrasing that the correct way? I think you are. And uh, just to go a little bit deeper, I think that so if you are, if a child is being raised or just growing up, and if every time that kid as a kid does something, he's either punched, slapped, or hit with a pot or a pan, and some of the parents that are not educated enough on how to discipline their children believe that if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. But my thing is that if you hit me, hit me, hit me every time I do something wrong, that's what I'm going to know. I'm not going to know anything else. I'm not going to know conflict resolution. I'm not going to be able to work things out. I'm going to hit you, hit you, hit you. And now it's gone from hitting as they grow up said, now I'm going to shoot you, shoot you, kill you, kill you. And a young man I was talking to on the street the other day, and I told him, like, man, join our program. It's an opportunity for change. And this young man said something that was so defining, and it kind of stopped me in my tracks. He said, change until what? He said, what does that mean, change? And I'm like, you know, do things differently. He said, hey, man, how am I going to do things differently? You're going to teach me? You're going to go home with me? You're going to live with me? He said, this is all I know. And that really made sense to me. And it's really, it really is the truth. <laughs> it, is, it is the truth. We may not live that particular life. I may never have lived that particular life. But for many, it is their way of life. It's their way you of life. To Chicago. And you know, Sonia, it um, is. I, I chose to do the negative things I did when I was young. I didn't have to do it for survival. I didn't have to sell drugs for survival. I didn't have to be abusive to survive. 
I had a loving mother who cared about me. We didn't have a father in the home, but my mother, there was never any alcohol, there was never any drugs. I went out and wanted to associate with people who lived that lifestyle. So I was able to, uh, what I, I call it, reference back to what I knew versus what I was doing. And so that's how come my life is what it is today, me sitting here talking to you on the radio, because my mother did give me those, that foundation, those morals. I decided to go out and rob, steal, sell drugs, use drugs, uh, uh, not take care of my children, all of that stuff. So, And when I decided that that wasn't the life for me, I had a reference point to go back to to make my life what it is today. If children today don't have a reference point, what are they going to change? This is who they are. This is what they know. This is true. You're listening to Charles Howard, director of Howard Area Resource Center, and this is CBBN Business Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, and I've had that dialogue with other people Charles, as and I'm not saying this to brag, but there are choices. I don't have a criminal background. I yeah. don't even have a moving violation. I made a choice not to mm-hmm. have a criminal background because I grew up in the projects. Yeah. I, I was a people. I know people like you. It was all around me. But I made other choices, and I have this dialogue with people, and I'm glad you said what you said, just said about your mom and daddy and different things like that because there were some choices that people made, and people mm-hmm. across the street didn't make those choices, and people over there did make them. So I've had yeah. this conversation, and people come back and say, well, they didn't have any choices. And I'm saying, we did have choices. They yeah, all choices. had the same choices I did. We lived on the same street. Why they make mm-hmm. those choices? They mm-hmm. made a choice. I've had that dialogue with a lot of people, and they really don't like that conversation, Charles, at all. They don't. Son, they you know what I want, want your listeners? Victim. I want your listeners to remember um, we have a problem in our communities, uh, and those who get away from their foundation, their family, their mothers, and their fathers, we have a condition that no one has diagnosed, no one has found a medication or a pill for, immediate gratification. The reason people don't take the steps that most people take to succeed in life because we want what we want, and we want it right now, immediate gratification. I want a pair of Michael Jordan throwback gym shoes. I'm not going to wait and find a job and go get them. I'm going to get a knife, a gun, and I'm going to take them from somebody because I want them now. I don't want them down the line. You understand what I'm saying, Sonia? Immediate gratification is the disease that's running rampant in our communities. Stand perfectly. Now, you you talked a little bit about the difference in the type of ex-offenders there are now as opposed to some years ago, that they're younger, number one. How does your – we're going to talk about this just just a little bit. Okay. How does your organization, uh, when they come in at 18, 20, because they're still very young, 18, that's 19, it, and it. 20, and it's a chance for – it's still a chance for opportunity. They haven't spent 20, 30 years as opposed to someone who's coming out in their 50s. Those are yeah. two different type of people. How does your uh, organization approach those two type of ex-offenders? So the way we at Howard Area's Employment Resource Center address that and approach it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because the ex-offender of yesteryear was probably an ex-offender because of drugs, because of uh, addictions, 
and you can just name all kinds of addiction. Let it be alcohol, let it be drugs, and then it's also it was also driven by uh, uh, situational murders. You know, wasn't intentional, like I'm going out to kill someone. But when I say situational murders, you get into a fight, you hit somebody with something, they're dead, you go to prison for it. Um, it was more of a social norm in certain communities. Like, I was also raised in the Robert Taylor homes. Uh, my brother told me never to say that because I wasn't raised there. We lived other places. But I, I say we were raised in the Robert Taylor homes. And so it was just a different set of rules back then, all right? We did have rules. We did not curse in front of elderly people. We had respect for women. But we still did the negative things that we were doing. Today, there's no rules, Sonia. These young boys, and I'm calling them boys because that's what they are, they will do whatever they need to do to meet the gratification that they want. And the gamut is so wide that it would take more than a half-hour radio show to explain. But just to pinpoint certain things, I want to look a certain way, so therefore to be accepted on my block, so therefore I'll do whatever it is I have to do, crawl through your window, sell you drugs. And then there's a different kind of drugs, the ecstasy, the, the Xanax, all of that stuff that people are doing that's so mind-altering. You know, heroin, cocaine, snorting, uh, 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 um, drinking, uh, 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 rheumatoid. Back in those days, they were mind-altering, but not the way they are today. Uh, people get up, these young people get up every morning and smoke a blunt. I say to the young guys when I'm talking to them, you guys are also smoking tobacco, and you think you need a blunt. Really, it's no more, it's no different than a cigarette addiction. You're rolling this loud and, and, and tobacco, literally a tobacco leaf, you're smoking it every day, and you don't even realize that you are addicted to tobacco now, and you're addicted to some of the worst tobacco. And then you're mixing it with what you call lean, which is rheumatoid, but then you're putting pills in the rheumatoid. You know, uh, the drugs is overlapped and overlapped and overlapped, and their brains are being fried. And, and, and I'm just saying that's the state of mind that your rappers want you to be in. That's the state of mind that your girl wants you to be in because it's going to make you make her feel better. I mean, it's just, you know, I get excited when I start talking about this stuff because I see it every day. I'm living in it as far as my job goes, and, and I'm old enough to look back then and then to compare it to now. It's a train wreck right now, and I'm afraid that, you know, I say this and people tell me, Charles, come on, that's television. You remember that movie, Sonya, uh, Escape from New York, where they actually built a wall around a certain city? And because they yes, couldn't I control do. the crime, they couldn't control the murder. Yes, I do. We are coming to the age of escape from New York. The police cannot protect us. The police cannot protect us. There was a time black men thought, all right, the strong black men, let's get together and protect our community. These young people will kill you. They will shoot your house up. They will kill your babies. And, and I know it may sound exaggerated, but believe me, just turn on the television. Every day, every night, somebody in our communities are being killed. And it's not just gangbangers on gangbangers. It's innocent. It's children. 
I was reading the news today. Five adults sexually abusing five children. Four of the children belong to the one woman. I mean, where are we headed? Where are we right now? It's not where are we headed. Where are we? But I will say this, Sonia, for those who want change, they come in here, they find jobs. I want to put a brighter side to this also. They come in here, I want they find jobs, that. I want they're able to, to take care of their families. Yes. I want you to do that too, Charles. We're going to pause for a commercial, and then I want you to come back and talk about your resources. We're going to have about 10 minutes left, but we're going to definitely do this again because these are things that our listeners need to hear, and they need to hear from someone who's standing right in the middle of it. We're going to take yes. a short break for a word from our sponsors. and But before we go, just very briefly, tell us where you're located and your telephone number and your website, Charles. Okay. First of all, my email address is chardwick at howardarea.org. We're located at 7637 North Polina, Chicago, Illinois, 60626. What else were we? Oh, and our website is howardareacommunitycenter.org. Okay, I guess it's Chuck. Thank you. We'll get a chance to say that again. That's Charles okay. Hardwick. <laughs> we'll get a chance to. Tell them we'll have them. We're going to let them know that, and we want them to know what you do on Wednesday nights, too. We're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Are you an educated decision maker? Hi, my name is Joseph Lee, and I've been a realtor for over 30 years serving the Chicagoland area. At Royal Crest Realty, we blend state-of-the-art technology with old-fashioned hard work to provide you with outstanding service. Having the right information, along with having the best realtor in the city, you're going to get the best results in your search for affordable housing. Visit Royal Crest Realty at JoeLeeHomesOnline.com, where you'll find homes for sale, priced for investors. That's JoeLeeHomesOnline.com, or call 773-392-1716, 773-392-1716. Back from the Grammys, the NAACP. Image Awards, the Oscars and Fashion Week. Lady Ease is here to shape your curves and comfort. The My New Shakewear Collection is designed especially for women of color. Embrace your curves and look shapely and smooth in everything that you wear, from capris to work attire to that red carpet gown. Visit MyNews.com to choose your style and your color. Find My New Shapewear in Honolulu, Los Angeles, New York, and online at MyNews.com. Brown beauties, your best shape is yet to come at MyNews.com. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. We're back. You're listening to CBB and Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Our guest today is Charles Hardwick, director of Howard Area Resource Center. Now, uh, Charles, welcome back to the show. We we Thank talked you. about a lot of things that we needed to talk about, and but I want the last uh, five or six minutes here, I want you to talk about your resources. And we're going to have you back again because these are things that we need to share with our audience. So talk about what resources you offer. So Howard Area as a whole, and, and we're not going to have enough time to talk about Howard Area as a whole, but the Employment Resource Center is one of five entities of Howard area. We are charged with the responsibility of education and employment. 
So our first thing is literacy. Let it be uh, uh, technology literacy, meaning computer labs. We have computer classes. And a matter of fact, we have a new class starting Monday, September the 21st at that address that I said earlier. Uh, so we're doing introductions to, to, to computers on Monday, hardware and software basic using of a mouse. You'll be surprised how complicated that can be for new computer users. Uh, Tuesday, we're doing introduction to keyboards and building typing speed. So we're offering classes on computer training. Then we have what's called our Fresh Start workshop. That workshop entails we take a holistic approach to job range training. Uh, most places say we do soft skills training. You know, Sonia, I've learned over the past 14 years that working with individuals, especially individuals with criminal backgrounds, you got to start first off by talking to the people, finding out who the person is. You know, if you ask a person who's coming home from prison, what's your largest challenge, the first thing they're going to say to you is finding a job. And then you ask them, how come? And they're going to say, because of my background. What we're trying to do here at Howard Area Employment Resource Center, Sonia, is help individuals to redefine themselves, meaning don't say you can't find a job because of your criminal background and you have not even gone out to look for a job. So if you believe you are something, everyone else is going to believe that. So our model here is that we're looking for individuals with the skills and ability to do a job, and we're going to present them to an employer as a person who can work for you because they have the skill and ability, not that you're an ex-offender, so please, please, please hire him. If you don't have the skill and ability, Sonia, one of our programs is WIOA. We are able to send you back to school. We could pay up to $8,000 for training. The minimum is 5000 but the higher is $8,000 for training. Let that be CNC operated. You know, manufacturing is taking off like never before right now. There's a ton of manufacturing jobs. You can get a manufacturing job with the proper training without even having a high school diploma. Uh, we don't promote that, but I'm just putting it out there for you. Uh, CDLs, we can pay for you to go to school to get your CDLs. These are jobs that if you train and position yourself right and you're willing to go to work, they are if the language is ex-offender friendly. I don't like using that language because I don't want a person to be ex-offender friendly. I want someone to hire you because you are the person for the job based off your skill and ability. We have uh, a class. So that's a four-week, four days a week, really it's 16 days, that we are training people on how to position themselves for going to work. Then we have relationships with employers. We have the CTA Second Chance Program. That program is that once you go through our Fresh Start workshop, if you are suitable, if you've done everything that was asked of you, and attitude plays a huge part in this, then we can navigate you to CTA. You can work at CTA. I think it's $10 an hour. Uh, the program lasts for about a year. If you have no infractions, you can apply for a job at CTA. And this is really huge. CTA just implemented a diesel mechanic training for the Second Chance program. So CTA seen that they had a shortage in diesel mechanics, so they're paying for the training. If you go through CTA's diesel mechanic training through the Second Chance program, and you pass and you get to do everything, you're definitely going to be hired. We're talking about careers here, Sonia. We're not talking about jobs that are that's going to put you underemployed. I think employment with the right training 
will reduce recidivism. Well, you wanted to talk about our Wednesday night. Uh, it's not a workshop. We call it an overcomers group. So on Wednesday nights, we are charged with the responsibility, Sonia, of guys coming home from prison, what do they think? Oh, my God, I'm coming home. Nobody's going to want to hire me. Nobody wants me to live in their, their community. And so then the community, oh, my God, the governor just said they're releasing so many inmates. Let me get an alarm. Let me do this. Let me put bars on my doors. What we do on Wednesday nights is we invite the community in, and we also invite ex-offenders. And people tell their stories on both sides. And, Sonia, it's, it's, it's only driven by God that this happens. People cry. People hug. We had a woman from the community that said one time in one of the overcomers groups is that, I never thought you people, meaning people who commit crimes, had this passion, had this emotion. And then she hired one of the guys to move her. You know, so we're synergizing the community with the returning citizens. This is wonderful news, Charles. And uh, what's going on with CTA is definitely uh, a big thing. It's a wow. It definitely is. We're going to invite you back again, Charles. I love this show. I've already loved You know, we tried to get Charles as an announcer. He's just overwhelmed. But we're going to get him back at least once a month so we can talk about what's going on out there and talk about it from the grassroots all the way up uh, so that we can move through the community with this information over and over and over again. Charles, I appreciate you being here with me today and taking the time to be here on CBBN Business Journal. So you look for a call from me next month to come back, right, Charles? Yes, I will. Can I throw my email address out there once again? Go go give your contact information. you got about 30 seconds. Okay, I'm at 773-262-3515. My email address is chardwick at howardarea.org. Call me, shoot me an email, promise I'll get back to you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is called CBB and Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're a social media management and training organization, and, of course, we do a lot of other things. We're changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's, at Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network. Thank you so much for being with us. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye. time you need auto parts and accessories, trust the parts professionals at the 102 Chicagoland O'Reilly Auto Parts stores. Our professional parts people know what it takes to get the job done right. Professionals have counted on O'Reilly Auto Parts for decades. Now you can, too. Professional parts people. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.